This week's episode of Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Geek Fuel. Go to geekfuel.com slash laser time to sign up for a box of geeky goodies sent to you directly. And if you sign up through geekfuel.com slash laser time, you will get an exclusive Star Wars item worth $20 added to your first box. Ahoy hoy everybody, welcome to Talking Simpsons, where we're all proud subscribers to Teen Steam Magazine, <laughs> and today's episode is the season two episode, Bart's Dog Gets an F. As always, I am your host, Bob Mackey. Wow, Bob Mackey! Okay, thank you. I am Bob Mackey, your host. Who else is here today for this glorious occasion? Christopher Adista. Henry Gilbert. Uh, I'm Teen Scream cover boy Dave Rudden. I'm Henry Cody Gilbert. <laughs> Corey. Corey, Corey yes. There, there are eight of them, apparently, according to this episode. Today, again, today's episode is Bart's Dog Gets an F. It aired on March 7th, 1991. Chris, what was going on in the universe Whoa. on this historic oh day? Well, Bobby, Chris Rock makes his SNL debut, Arthur Murray wow. dies, and Rodney King is freed from prison, which resolves all issues of police brutality forever after. Oh, thank God that happened. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Knowing Chris Rock's Man. tenure on SNL, I bet he debuted at like 12.50 yeah, for the well, next I, 18 months. He probably didn't do much that first uh, few episodes. Yeah. yeah. They were a featured player. Pretty much his entire tenure, except for not call X. it the bailiff role. Like, yeah. there's a court sketch and you will be or, the bailiff. Or, as Tomato said, the other, ba- the other black guy. Because <laughs> he was... A, he was with Tim Meadows for he, that for a very around. short period of time. No, it was Tracy Morgan who identified himself as the other black guy to Tim Meadows. Yeah, but I mean, when uh, when Chris Rock came on, Tim Meadows was he was oh, already he there was at the that point. Guy, so yeah. yeah, everyone was always the other black guy to Tim Meadows, mm-hmm. and then Tim Meadows left, and then and, Morgan then, they, ascended. Yeah, and then it was a while before they cast two black people. Ever. If you yeah. Yeah. have the fucking bulls to do an mm-hmm. SNL show by show episode, oh my, I will uh, kill you. you that know, would take. The most sacrilegious thing is I barely have watched the first five seasons. Mm-hmm. 80 to today, I've watched them you have all. Not oh, watched, wow. You have not watched the Julie Louise Dreyfus, I have. Tim Cazarotsky eras. I had Comedy Central in the <laughs> uh, right, right. late 90s. the worst. 90s. They'd play them all the time, but I had to watch them. You know, we just did that nerd episode. We should talk about the Loopners from the uh, Bill Murray and Gilda Radner. Yeah, I, but I, see, it's, I, it's, I totally it's, meant to mention that because that was the first time a butt crack was shown on television. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, but that's in my five-year blind spot. Which is the one that every the area that everybody loves. They were on Nick at Night, yeah. and my father bought me all the DVDs yeah. with all the Gil Scott Heron musical performances mm-hmm. intact. But this is a Simpsons yeah, show. Bob grabbed the reins. It, this episode has an historic occasion in it. It is the guest appearance of Tracy Ullman, who wow. would sue the show a year I, later. Did you end up find? I've only heard that one information on Conan O'Brien's Serious Jibber Jabber, mm. where he talks with the uh, writers, and they, he they talks just with Al Jean, Mike Reese, and Jay Kogan. And then is it Waldarski. I think Waldarski. It's, okay, it's Waldarski. They make a passing reference to a lawsuit with Tracy Ullman, which oh, sounds yeah. like either is still in litigation or was settled out of court. It was settled you know. in 1992. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, if you if you Google it, there are like variety articles from 92 saying like, "Don't have a cow, Tracy." <laughs> Things like that. Go uh, home. What happened yeah, was, um, <laughs> it's really simple. Uh, 
Uh, of course, Tracy Ullman had contempt for this thing uh, because, I mean... It overshadowed her yeah. show. Not just that, but it was also stealing her talent away. Like, oh, we need to record lines. Let's get Dan and Julie in here when mm-hmm. they're working on sketches and doing other things on Tracy Ullman's oh, show. So there was a time where they were simultaneously in production. Yeah, I mean, The Simpsons no, and okay. Tracy Ullman. Yeah, the on, the, shorts. on the shorts, yes. I, I mean, see, the shorts see, specifically. Apparently, there was a deal in Tracy Ullman's contract where she would get between 5 to 10% of profits from characters that Whoa. sprung from the show. But uh, it was ruled that The Simpsons were not Tracy Ullman show characters. Characters because they're created by Matt Groening mm. as interstitial Whoa. pieces. So uh, she wanted, I believe, $2.5 million. Which is a pittance. Almost light. Like, which yeah. is nothing compared to what The Simpsons yeah, made. They we'll, could have just thrown we'll her a bone. one yeah. Duffman figure. Yeah. <laughs> but I believe like she was making snarky comments to the press uh, before this that, like, oh, they started on my show and no one cares about me anymore and things yes! like that. Well, yeah. Their show had been canceled to this point uh, and that... You know, Matt Groening on the commentary is nice enough about it. He says they wanted to have her on the shorts, but she said she was too busy. I and... I partially believe that she was running a show, but I also feel like who who cares about this cartoon? I'm doing yeah. a sketch comedy yeah. show. Fuck you. And like... then, but then hearing that uh, it was Waladarska there on that interview with Conan, Al Jean, who still is an executive producer on The Simpsons, had to be very nice about it and would not comment. But the Waldarski was just like, yeah, uh, she hated the show when it was there, and then when it started making money she's like it's like they took my children from me exactly like, yeah. yeah they, they did <laughs> and, not but this is during the honeymoon phase i guess or maybe she was trying to show like no we're friends i'll be on your show i now. think it was a show of good faith like yeah. hey maybe i want to work with you maybe we can talk about this but mm-hmm. i think she is why we never saw season zero on dvd mm-hmm. as rough and bad and ugly and off no model good. as it is yeah. i still want that preserved on dvd as like a huh. historical piece because everything that's online well, on dvd is I it? No. That, well aren't they all extra aren't they, most of them extra some of them are extra. not no, no, they no. were on the 138th episode spectacular. Uh, maybe that's it. Yeah. That's all I can remember is Troy McClure's face. Yes, <laughs> they haven't changed a bit, have they? Exactly. And like the only way you can see the rest of them is on YouTube, mm-hmm. recorded on Comedy Central 15 years ago with the bug in the corner on like uh. SLP mode. So <laughs> I want to see these things preserved in the pristine. You can see the work of David Silverman and all those great mm-hmm. you know animators doing what they can with what they have. Yeah. I just want to preserve watch them grow and change yeah. as it goes. Yeah, it's really weird that that has not seen the light. Day. And some of those later Omen shorts, they're not written as well, but they look better than season one and two. Yeah, like, there's I, something happening in them. One of you showed me it was astonishing. Like cause you only you only have probably seen the grotesque Tracy well, Omen show shorts. There's one on the th- 138th episode spectacular where Bart's like scuba like, diving. Yeah, scuba yeah. diving. Like, yeah. This looks better yeah, looks than, th- than that uh, Sun Enchanted Evening. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks way better than what they would do for the next couple of years. So yeah, I don't did. know how that happened, but That's man, so yeah. Weird. Well, I think it's like oh, yo, I only have to. I only have to animate two like, minutes yes, of animation yeah. instead of a 20-minute show. There's You can put a lot crowds. more work into it. Yeah, yeah, I'm all true. concerned. Do we present that The Simpsons premiered on the Tracy Ullman show? You should know that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're not going to like the rest I of the show. I would if you're listening to this. Yeah, show. in what, like 87? I know. I'm just getting yelled yeah. at from peop- from my friends who <laughs> listen to our shows but aren't as dorky as us. <laughs> I've definitely using been told to get a little more context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought I, I thought I explained it. No, I'm blaming me. We all know where The Simpsons came from. So Bart Stock gets an F. Yes. Finally, we're here. She plays Emily Winthrop. I don't think we hear her name that often, but yes. and Mrs. Winfield. But, but you, it's one of the few names you see because she has a little thing in her desk. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think we talked about this before we uh, recorded. Like, I confuse this episode a lot with uh, yeah. Dog of Death yep. from next season. There's a lot of it's similar stories. Episode. It is a better episode. Yeah. I agree. And they, and they both get like weird uh, classical dog montages. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, the, it's the just same. Felt, well, and when I rewatched or when I would see Dog of Death, I thought, hey, eight percent of this is just taken from that episode. Like, you needed a couple more shots of Santa's Little Helper doing stuff and so they just took it from this episode mm-hmm. and 
Sandoval Helper had barely done anything yeah. on the show since since the Christmas special. He he did something in the Thanksgiving special, and then maybe four other jokes ever. Yeah. This then brings him back, which we will his... now refer to as SLH because we got time, baby. Time. S- SLH is the worst dog of all time in this episode. I think Dog of Death gets the advantage because it was written by John Schwartzwelder, mm. yeah. and I thought this one was because he writes like the dog stories and mm-hmm. the Homer stories because they're essentially Homer is a dog. I, yeah. I didn't, in his, in his, I didn't uh, see Frank style. Welker. Frank Welker credited this time. He usually it gets is the same. He is, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. whenever there's a lot of SLH uh, material, nah. he handles the voice, not Dan Castellaneta. Yeah. You know if the, it's just like, burp, you know what the first dumb clip I have is, mm-hmm. and we're like ten minutes into the show. Now. <laughs> uh, hey, that lawsuit was important. Um, like the episode is set up as Santa's little helper's a bad dog and Lisa's sick with the mumps. The first clip I had that like I don't get this and I hope somebody does. Uh, Marge calls Doctor Hibbert. Mm-hmm. Hello, Doctor Hibbert. This is Marge Simpson. Uh, not that I'm angry, but uh, oh, how did you get my home number? <laughs> I see. Quite ingenious. What does that mean? I've, well, it's just the joke is that the joke is not being told. Yeah. And I, it is impossible then for her to find his home number. So it's the joke is for you have to make it up in your mind. It's, yeah. It's kind of like a where is Springfield joke. It's like it's contrived. That's the joke. Like we're not going to tell you. We need March to call Hibbert. But mm-hmm. having him, sorry, her having his number would be a weird thing to do. So yeah. they can't explain it. So they don't. I, I mean, I just love what? This is something I just discovered watching Me too. this time. Me I'm too. like, wait, so they don't say why but he said so clever so that i guess that's kind of a joke in the way that she found it and that's satisfying to you it is because it's it's like it counts as a joke it's the writers being writerly about like we couldn't think of it so we're just exactly they're they're hanging a lantern on the fact that they couldn't think of it i was hoping i guess i was hoping you guys would have like an answer from the commentary or something but we do see hibbert at at his most cosby (laughs) he is literally distracting now his, his male son Looks uh, exactly like I. Malcolm I went. Yeah. I lived. I grew up in Tallahassee, Florida, near the the university, FAMU, historic, the oldest historically black university, according to its Wikipedia. That's what they call it, historically uh-huh. black. Uh, all the bootleg Bart shirts. Uh, that's what he looked yeah. like. Oh wow! Green oh, wow. shirts. Yeah. Black um, Bart. Yeah, black wow. Bart. Uh, by the way, the phone that he's using is way bigger than his head, <laughs> which is very unrealistic. Wow. Uh, and so then Lisa gets the mumps. It's revealed she has yeah. the mumps, which I looked this up too. I never, in my youth, when mm-hmm. I was Lisa's age, I had never heard of anyone getting the mumps. I had never gotten it. And uh, I looked up how rare it was. And back then it was very rare too because it was a easily preventable vaccinated disease. Guess what? We've had some recent outbreaks of mumps in the last few years. Yeah. Jenny McCarthy, what are you doing? Thanks, it's because it's you were saying that in another episode that uh, it's the writers growing up in the seventies. Yeah. And when in the eighties, I grew up with like the pamphlet would bring up fevers and chicken pox and mumps. I'm like, what the fuck is the <laughs> mumps? I've never seen it before. And like, but I was cautiously aware of mumps mm. at the time. I'd never known anybody who had. By it the eighties, it was a vaccinatable disease. Yeah, I think it was like called the MMR shot: measles, mumps, rubella. Exactly. And you got yeah. them all at That's once. Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah. And then no you more for to, life. You have to update that apparently. Sometimes. I've had I've had a the last time I had a checkup. They're like, I think it's been a while since you had your MMR shot, so we're gonna do that. And I was like, MMR, what? I'm not even Clearly sure. I haven't been to the doctor in a while. <laughs> I'm not even sure if swollen cheeks are a symptom, but I believe yeah. the director was like, that's just the best shorthand we could come up with yeah. for her being sick. No, it, well. Could, the Simpsons that or her playing Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, that too, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Santa's Little Helper's acting up. This is a long clip, but it's Homer being so mean to a character we never meet again. I uh, love the, o- the old lady. So, so, well, Homer locks him up in the backyard and he gets free. Mm-hmm. She does come back though, Chris. Oh, no, she's she's around, but she never talks.
talks for this long. Oh, no, no. And she's only voiced by Tracy Ullman here. Yeah. Oh, is that who? I, I this is Tracy the Ullman. Yeah. She does okay. double duty. Yellow. Simpson, this is Sylvia Winfield. That canine of yours is in my pool again. I'm calling the dog warden right now. Oh, are you? Well, you go ahead and call your precious dog warden, <laughs> you old battle axe, because my dog is tied up in the backyard. There's only one family on this block. No, on Earth. Inconsiderate enough to let a monster like that roam free. Oh. <laughs> are you losing your hearing or are you just stupid? stupid. I am going to explain like this, this to you one more time and then I'm going to hang up on you. It is not my dog. I tied my dog outside myself. <laughs> I am looking at him right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's my line of the show. Yeah, uh, yeah I do. My, not my precious mm-hmm. dog, Warden. It's legitimately good acting once yeah, again. It is the, my dog. A, my dog. I do want to say I, I was surprised Sweet to hear Tracy Lear. Tracy take on more than one role. <laughs> uh, I like that. If I'm gonna. I I I love slandering her because I don't love a lot of her stuff, but she is so good at characters. Yeah. Really good at characters, yeah. and that's the only. And it, this character and the one we'll meet in a few minutes. I know dog of death tackles this too but mm. like do you guys have like I feel like it was a way more suburban thing to have your dog run away than like people in the city and like just get a call from somebody else like it's over here yeah whereas yeah. like I don't know people in the city like I see people who have their dogs out without leashes and like go to parks and the dogs just play and I'm like my dog would have just fucking bolted yeah, and bolted. went for the hills and well, I don't know if that's because I was a shitty I dog owner the, but I grew up in Florida in the woods yeah. and like I it, this doesn't even happen now. Him, well, a gator will. A gator yeah, has eaten several of my friends' dogs. A friend of mine has been attacked by an alligator because it thought it was he was trying to go for his dog. Yeah. Um, I, I do feel like dog anxiety, Dave. That you feel like because I grew up in the suburbs and not have a dog, but I felt like as soon as the dog left the fenced-in backyard, yeah. like all bets were off. That dog is dead. It's in another state. Yeah. It's like. It's some, it's some no, other family problem dogs now. Roam the neighborhoods free <laughs> and like develop packs and friendships. It was really wow. weird. So you had a feral it. dog colony in I your mean, yeah with town. a with a Westie. <laughs> okay, and a beagle. Like, wow. and they were all fixed. Your dog was like uh, lunch. Here's the everyone. the big question. At, at, at some point, Homer uh, meets up, sees Flanders, mm-hmm. and finds some shoes oh, yeah. he aspires to buy. The assassin. Yeah. Um, and well, let's hear this clip, and then I'll ask you. Get that get up heavy hands, ankle <laughs> weights. That's cute. With assassins! Oh, you betcha. Uh, you know, they got the Velcro straps, a water Ooh. pump in the tongue, built-in wow. pedometer, reflective <gasps> sidewalls, and Whoa. little vanity license plates. <laughs> how much, how much, how much? Well, you know, they're not giving them away. <laughs> but sometimes you've just got to spoil yourself. Yeah. Oop, my heart rate's dropping. Better skedaddly do. Pretty so, great shoes. Wow. What, what shoes do you think specifically they're pairing? Air Jordans. Oh, Air Jordans, for yeah. sure. Yeah. This was like the era where Air Jordans were getting popular. And uh, the Reebok pumps. I say no. Yeah, there's definitely pumps involved in there, too. Yeah. But, well... I say no. Okay, what do you What say? are they? Um, around this period, the hottest shoe in my school, and I would have been fourth or fifth grade, mm-hmm. uh, was the Agassi. And, mm. and, like, in terms of looks, uh, the Agassiz, and, like, it's a fucking... It's a it's a Jordan S shoe based off of a tennis player. Mm-hmm. So instead, it's just insane reflective mm-hmm. material and Velcro straps and things in the back, like so many reflective things. There's like a, a like a '90s s tennis ball. The only thing you'd have to know it relates to tennis even slightly. It's a high top. Uh-huh. They look like Agassiz. I 
I would love to be wrong. I'd love you to point out in the comments, lasertimepodcast.com. <laughs> Hit me up on Twitter. I think they're the Agassiz. Well, so all I know is that it's called the Assassins because it is uh, a somewhat uh, callous joke about people being murdered for their oh, shoes in the I just, 90s. I like, just yeah. got that now. Where's the callous? Yeah. In the early Foster morning. the People made a great hit out of it. That's true, yeah. <laughs> That's true, yeah. The thing but, is, like, it, I think it's a joke. I mean, it literally is a joke that the, the shoes are tracking his heart rate, but yes. there are literally things you can uh-huh. cram into your shoes now, or yeah. shoes that come equipped with, like, the Fitbit thing Tons or whatever. Of wear, lady got a Fitbit for uh, Christmas. You're yeah. welcome, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, also, I loved... I still act like Ned when I see a dog, like, ooh, you little be boy. I do that with every dog I see. How many of the elements of the Assassins made it into, uh, what was it, the world's best belt, or the, the belt that Bart got a couple of oh, years yeah. later? There were no turns signals yeah yeah uh did uh before this though there's the bit where bart tells lisa like mm-hmm. you've wasted chicken pox yeah. don't waste some ups like that was my thinking i was way more bart of just like yep. sickness yeah. means i can be lazy and school yeah. sucks i remember being later. disappointed like oh fuck my fever is breaking yeah. these two oh, days no. have been the best <laughs> i'm gonna have to go back to school yeah. now like, getting sick during the summer this is a waste but in terms of a good Lisa yeah. moment, I love her conversation. I love Marge's whole spiel here about the Bouvier family quilt. Uh, and the music is great. And her flipping, her whipping out the thread and throwing it around. She's the MJ of threading and, and knitting. Well, Lisa, here it is. The Bouvier family quilt. Wow, neat. It smells historic. Mmm. <gasps> For five generations, women in our family have each added a square to it. Now it's your turn. Oh, but I don't know how to sew. Oh, yes, you do. You just don't know it. The memory of a million drop stitches flows in your veins. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I just... she was great, and I liked I like the animation of Lisa thinking mm-hmm. she has to try to do the flippy thing, and so she just yeah. she throws it in the air and like oh, oh. Yeah, the, <laughs> the animation is a bit too much for the Simpsons in yeah. this episode, but like I don't know, in sequences like this, it works really well. Yeah. Marge's sewing ability, hand mm-hmm. sewing ability, is is pretty much gone now. It yeah. came up in, in um, where she made the dress. In that uh, oh, one episode, yeah, she yeah. kept changing up her Chanel dress. Well, That's al- true. Yeah, and she also has uh, skills on the loom. All right, oh yeah, really? hi Bart, I am weaving on a loom. Yeah, <laughs> 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 the, one of my favorite clips is Homer finally being tempted to buy the assassins. Oh, <gasps> assassins! Oh, one hundred and twenty-five bucks. Sometimes you gotta spoil yourself. Spoil yourself. Spoil yourself. But I can't afford to... Simpson, I order you to buy those shoes! Okay, Flanders, you're divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the first time that The Simpsons made a joke with uh, oh, well, like a, like a recollection balloon. bubble? Whatever huh. they are. There was one in... Um... Uh, what's one where Bart gets bullied by Nelson for the first time? Bart the General. Yeah, Bart the General. Uh, where, yeah. where Homer's head appears giving him advice, and then Bart gets beaten, and the head's just like, ugh, and then Homer, he turns like, away. Homer, shrugs his shoulders like, yeah. oh, he tried to kick him in the balls, and it didn't work, and Homer goes, <laughs> yeah. What is up, Talking Simpsons fans? Chris here. Briefly jumping in to tell you this show is brought to you by Geek Fuel. And if you go to geekfuel.com slash laser time right now, you can get a free Star Wars item worth $20 just for signing up for a mystery box. So what's in the mystery box, you ask? Uh, six to eight items, an exclusive t-shirt, and a $50 value of Kit and Caboodle featuring famous stuff from Marvel, DC, Nintendo, Zelda, Game of Thrones, Pop Figs, 
pint glasses, posters. You never know quite what it's going to be, but it's like a delicious geeky gift that shows up at your door whenever you feel like it. And oh, guess what? They've had Simpsons stuff involved in the box in the past. So go to geekfuel.com slash laser time right now. Sign up for one of their boxes. Get it as a gift for a geek in your life and get a free $20 Star Wars item right now. Uh, uh, wait, Chris, you you skipped over mm-hmm. Homer buying the teen magazines. That's yeah, the funniest yeah, yeah. part of the episode. Now, hey. I, I don't have a clip of that. Oh, but yeah. that uh, I number one. Don't they're you from think, my daughter. Isn't, Shitty, isn't, isn't Lisa's eight? Is she that interested uh, in all these teen? I mean, as an older brother, I didn't have a oh, sister. I never. Had my a sister. sister was full on to teen magazines, like at, at around nine or ten years. Yeah, old. Yeah, an older sister, and that's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, and then second, yeah, just Homer. Two dollar magazines, which is a pretty good deal for magazines now, yeah, but seems uh, kind of pricey. Uh, two dollar <laughs> magazines is just the way the guy, the just the the clerk looking at all the magazines. Hmm. That one was like, called Teen my Steam. Yeah, it's just I didn't really get that as a kid. That I got it. It was like, oh, that's fun. It's humiliating for Homer to buy these, but. Now it's yeah. really that the clerk thinks like, oh, Homer is into teen boys. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, he's a creep. And I have the names of the magazines he oh, didn't buy. God. I have uh, Non-Threatening Boys, which is my favorite one. Uh, There's yeah. also Teen Scheme, <laughs> uh, Teen Spleen, with like, a, a bloody like logo. <laughs> and there's also uh, Martin Sheen's Teen Scene, which I guess <laughs> is a joke. I, go ahead, use that. It's probably something the artist threw. You're not meant to see that for very long. So. Um, so I think what hurts this episode just a little bit is that... That it's just a series of like many different scenes. Every scene is like mm-hmm. this is to introduce a new prize possession for that, for this yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck up. Like it's just every time like all right, we're taking two minutes to introduce the next thing you'll destroy. Mm-hmm. Got it, got it. I feel like in this season, Principal Charming was my like ideal like in terms of the mechanics of a story. Everything mm-hmm. worked perfectly. This is just very sloppy. I don't mm-hmm. feel like things fit together that well. Uh, no, there's a couple things but, skipped over. Like you're the lose quilt, out on jokes like this. The Marge quilt does come out of nowhere. Yeah, her quilt. The, this one's mine. Keep on trucking. What does that mean? I didn't know then, and mm-hmm. I don't know now. <laughs> I remember finding uh, yeah. shit in my parents' like box with "keep on trucking" shit on it, yeah. and, and watching, all this Ziggy yeah, horse shit. Watching this episode, I did ask my uh, uh, in the first run. I did ask my mom, "What does keep on trucking mean?" <laughs> and she had a little better explanation than Marge. She was just said. There's this guy named R. Crumb who drew this thing, mm-hmm. and uh, Mr. Natural, Mr. right? Natural, yeah. At a 45 degree angle, yes. uh, which Homer will do in Homer Palooza, and he looks yeah. like Moses a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, that's Mr. Natural. Yeah. Not to be confused with Mr. But B they Natural. couldn't get the rights to Mr. Natural. No. And instead, there's just like a yin yang, right? Yeah, it's just a dumb yin yang, though. It also trucking is also in a crappy. Well, I mean, it's not crappy. It's a Grateful Dead song. It is what it is. But uh, trucking <laughs> like the doodah man. <laughs> Tell you what makes you even matter. Troy McClure just premiered. Oh yeah, and yeah. He, the first time ever he's voiced by someone who's not Troy McClure. You know, Joe, yours is the only show I'll do. <laughs> As an actor, my eyeballs need to look their whitest. <sighs> yeah. Why? Why'd you do it? But a so Joe Franklin up. joke, like immediately following. Yeah, every every clip from that series of clips yeah. was a, pr- a previously used piece yeah. of footage. Yeah. So Ooh, they overdubbed. I, yeah, I think it was just filler and. Probably late, late in the game when they couldn't get Phil Hartman because clearly 
Phil Hartman was around, but he was doing all these multiple voices, so maybe they're like, it's not in the budget for just a one-off Phil Hartman joke. we got to have him do yeah. eight voices in the show. Well, he's not in this episode no, at no, all, right? No, so I, I feel like if they put they him in this episode... They would have to credit him and give him yeah. money for from now until the end of time. For just one line. Or until uh, nineteen. His orphan children will be receiving it right now. <laughs> but my other thought was that the they've got Joe Franklin and they've got... Uh, the Troy McClure show, it would imply that they have cable again. Which they have, like, that's all the things they have so, on cable. Continuity police. Uh, yeah, I hope finally, somebody got fired over that blood. Finally introduced to Tracy Ullman's Miss Winthrop character. Ladies and gentlemen, most of you already know that with a little love and compassion, any puppy will grow up to be a cuddly little bundle of joy. Stop and nonsense taught by charlatans and learned by bloody twits. Let me tell you the two most important words you will ever hear in your life. Choke chain. Mm. I can't mm. tell whether I love this character or hate <laughs> yeah. them. I, well, do, I do love this British personification. Well, they take, they take we'll say, his little helper to obedience school yes. because he destroyed the assassin. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, he also uh, ate a cookie. That's Homer's, later. That's oh, way later. Oh, yeah. Adoy, sorry. The, but the, <laughs> I well, didn't remember, yeah. Winthrop, Winthrop is a... She's Mag- Margaret Thatcher. Like, oh, she, for yeah. sure, yeah. It's, it's a very clear Let Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> and that, uh, I don't know, I only know to dislike Margaret Thatcher through British comedies of the 80s. You're like, right to dislike her, Henry. She sounds, she sounds like a pretty bad lady. But, I don't even uh, like this episode very much, if you couldn't tell, but the, like one of her lines runs through my head all the time, like, correct the dog! That's <laughs> I just. <laughs> It's, yeah. Oh, what a nightmare. I, ha- I do have that later on. I just have to get to this one. All of my... We started the show primarily because we've said we can speak Simpsons mm-hmm. references as a language. Mm-hmm. And there's certain weird things that are just part of my vocabulary now. Uh, answering, yes, yeah. like Mr. Burns. I, I, I know what you're talking about. And yeah, it's and also like, my quote of the episode. It's the only it only takeaway from this episode, the one that we... we we Man. use all the time. Yeah. Uh, Marge and Lisa are at home. Lisa's home from school and they're watching soap operas. Jack... I think the baby might be yours. Oh, Oh, I'm sure it is, dollface. But I'd like to see you prove it. You treat me like garbage. (laughs) That's because that's the way you love it, baby. (laughs) Gee, is it always this good? I don't know. I just step in and out. I'm only watching today because Brandy is coming out of her coma and she knows the phony prince's body is hidden in the boathouse. <laughs> so not <laughs> too lovely as a response. Is it always this good? Yeah. <laughs> so Marge's way to, of explaining her, oh, I'm not... I I don't watch it all the time. I just and then all this thing. That's probably how, like, when I talk to people about wrestling for the first time, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like wrestling. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I think uh, Roman Reigns was better in 2014, yeah. and now he's being overpushed, and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Now, for I, some reason, the, the, the I ref- definitely had memories of uh, being Lisa's age and mm-hmm. staying at home with my mom. Or she, My mom works all the time. She was not a homemaker like March, but she Mine would too. come home for lunch, and at lunchtime, she would watch... All my children are young in the rest. No, for me, I'd watch it no. with her. Like, it was me. Yeah. For me, it was the old ladies in the neighborhood. Yeah, the old ladies. The old did ladies that too, all watched soap like, operas. Babysat me, and there's this old lady. She watched it, multiple soap operas. A but day. Th- this clip, this is my biggest yeah. laugh of the whole episode. Father McGrath, <laughs> I thought you were dead. I was. <laughs> I, I was. was. I was. We <laughs> definitely He's all smiling. I'll see two. You look at Apricot One. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a later one. I'm sorry. And so Apricot. another thing. That search for the Sun is the name of that soap opera. I feel like I'm talking through my pops clips up here. every now. And I think Mo would eventually be a character. In like yeah, he nine would be on years. Search for the Sun. Yeah. That's right. Wow. Uh, 
one of the the, the fun he things. Got all the one of the fun things I noticed: Homer's in the mall, and he's mm. get, he gets pitched on a cookie, mm. which is one dollar. Homer, Jesus Christ, <laughs> one dollar, a one dollar cookie. Is cookie. Good, but the yeah. woman giving him the pitch hasn't really been seen since the first episode. She's the one who gives him his check. That's right. At the end oh, of uh, uh, Simpsons Roasting him on yeah. an Open Fire. She's wow. drawn the same way, but she's she's in a, what, a luau getup? Dress skirt. A bikini. Dress skirt. A um, bikini top and a, and a grass skirt, which was also it was a weird message that it confused me that like, well, if you're drawing a sexy character, I feel like I thought the animators wouldn't have put nerdy glasses mm-hmm. on her. Like that she's nerdy from the neck up, but in a but in a sexy outfit. Unappealing, like almost yeah. all Simpsons characters. <laughs> <Yeah>. Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. Would you like a free sample? The price is right. Hmm. Ooh. Macamacamia nut. If you'd like to buy some, they're only a dollar each. Oh, so that's your little plan. Get us addicted, then jack up the price. Well, you win. I, I, I shouldn't well, have captured that. Like the amount of crumbs he spits. All oh yeah, over. they're all over they're his, on shoulders. his shoulders. Yeah. Like it, the spread on that is uh, so funny. And I do feel like this is a very te- like a very specific joke in which like malls at the time would just have the omnipresent giant cookie place. Like yeah. I think it was Bob, called the original cookie, the for Great me. American Cookie. Oh, mine was uh, the original. I can cookie. confirm it is still the mm. it's the only thing still in the food court. Giant cookie. Like, Sabaro's gone. Giant yeah. cookies. Wow. So Also, be the first instance of Homer adding um uh, to a word saxophone obomabo it's not one of my macamadamia. affectations trampoline uh, but, <laughs> but I also think Homer when he bought a giant cookie would eat that giant cookie immediately yeah. he and showed, would not take yeah. it home yeah. he showed a lot of self control with that cookie Though perhaps he bought like four cookies and that was the last one and he's like I'm just too full to eat a fourth yeah. cookie. That would make his grief over it even greater, I think. I, yeah. Glad you because I don't know. This is where we're getting we've gotten into that before, but when I'm talking about the Simpsons and watching it at the age I was, this is the thing I remember my dad losing his mind <laughs> over. And it was all involving the cookie. Because uh, <laughs> like Homer puts the cookie aside and sent his little helper goes on like a spree of like destroying. Well, he, he gets it immediately. Yeah. Immediately, yeah. like Homer is off screen for one half a second. Yeah, but he's destroyed the it. assassin shoes. He's destroyed. He and then he destroys the quilt. And this, I remember, my dad lost his fucking mind. Come on, Homer! I want you to see what your sick little girl did. <laughs> Now, Marge, honey, 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 come on, come on, don't get upset, it's not the end of the world, we all love that quilt, but you can't get too attached to, no, my cookie, this is not happening, this is not happening, I love that part, by the way, there is, I mean, I know there's macadamia nuts, but there's probably also chocolate in that cookie, so they should get that dog dog checked out. Dump peroxide down his throat. Uh, No, that now that I watched it as a kid, it definitely made. I was I was saying what they wanted me to say, like Mm -hmm. not the quilt, not the (laughs) quilt. But even though the second you see the quilt, you know it's getting torn. Oh, for sure, yeah. But uh, is this place for some weird ET music? (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's when they're united over their calluses, but. They're both burning their fingers. Yeah. <laughs> but then now I feel even worse. Poor Marge. Mm-hmm. Like Marge Marge suffers more than anybody yep. in this episode. She lost something so important to her. Priceless. Like, yeah. A priceless yeah. thing that she had been waiting her entire life to share with Lisa. Like, and, and all because the, the fucking dog 
Sanders' little helper is being, they're paying for it to go to obedience school. He's not mm-hmm. learning anything and just tearing everything else around, around the house apart. Yeah. Uh, and I, I did one of you have this, was one of you the ones with the story of the dog they had to give away? I never gave yeah, away yeah, a dog. Yeah. Was that you? Yeah, I've had a dog that uh, was just, it just kept like biting us and would bark all the time. And my parents told me, brought it to a farm. We gave it back to the people that adopted it to us, and they they want they found a farm for it, and I believed it at the time. But now that I think about it, no. You've never asked. No, it was also one of the dogs. Like I feel bad saying this, but like I've had like four dogs in my life, and this one was like at the bottom of the. It's just like <laughs> this dog was a jerk. He didn't and, want it. <laughs> yeah, boy, that's funny. I had the opposite thing that happened to me when I was one, maybe two. Mm-hmm. We had two dogs, a Dalmatian named Jenny, who I loved, and he. Uh, beagle named Billy that they inherited or somebody gave them and he was a jerk and I was a one year old that like like I think grabbed his tail or something and he bit my face Ooh. until it, uh, scar tissue heals on ki- mm-hmm. on little kids much faster uh, and I had like I had a scar over my right eyebrow for until like age wow. six like Harry Potter that. and they didn't <laughs> and they didn't get rid of that dog Damn. they didn't I they do just, like the message yeah. we see much later some animals are just jerks mm-hmm. yeah because one of my I never had a dog growing up my sister was allergic but one of my friends had a dog and I dreaded going over the dog's gonna jump on me oh, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm oh, gonna step in its shit mm-hmm. and then one day they're like oh, we got rid of that dog I'm like thank god I hope my friend isn't listening but I went over to his house the dog did nothing but bark on me until I pet it at which point it would pee all over me. Oh, Jesus yeah. So like either I'm standing and being barked at or sitting and being peed on and like, dude, I hate your fucking dog. Yeah. I've never hated a dog my, this much before. So the friend of my older brothers who lived like right around the corner from us, they had a dog named Trouble. Oh, Jesus. And that dog would Uh-oh. just brutalize. Like he would run after you, bark like crazy, was just the scariest dog I've ever encountered. Trouble. So, much like those dogs, they decided they are going to get rid of Santa's little helper. We never had a family meeting before. We never had a problem with a family member we can give away before. Homer, what are you saying? I'm saying... (laughs) <laughs> okay, a that's a, that's a great act break. B, you did not have the context. If you right. haven't seen the episode for that, what Santa's little helper sees, which is probably pretty accurate. Yeah, like dogs I, are more noticing your tone and mannerisms than they yeah. are understanding well, this you. This is also how I learned the dogs see in, in monotone. Yeah, they, they see in black and white. It does pay off later when he does understand certain things that are being said. That's yeah. what oh, the big yeah. uh, that's, payoff that's is. That's the You're best right. plotting of this. You said yeah. this is sloppy, and it is a bit, but that's, that's the that, best. That, that works for me. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, so the, uh, the scene the, right after the commercial yeah. break is so good. No way! You can't give my dog away! I'll set fire to my hair! I'll rip up all my clothes! I'll put sugar in the gas tank! Mark! I've suffered as much as anyone at the paws of this dog. But when I look into his vacant brown eyes, I just can't bear to let him go. I'm sure Mom agrees with me. No, I'm afraid I agree with your father. You do? <laughs> oh, please. It's not just the quilt. He's a nice dog, but he chews up everything. He doesn't obey. He's not even housebroken. And we've Oof. spent all this money on an obedience school, and I don't see any improvement. All right, all right. His center's little helper studies real hard and passes his finals and becomes a perfect dog. Can we keep him then? No. Dad, <laughs> this is our pet. We can question his integrity and disposition, but we can't question his heart. Are you trying to teach us that the way to solve a problem with something you love is to throw it away? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, please, John. If they're ever going to pull the plug on me, I want you in my corner. 
god. The, 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 I didn't get that pull the plug on me joke as yeah. a kid. Definitely yeah. not. I think it's funny how all the Simpsons men are the same, even the dog. They're all these <laughs> screw-ups who are too stupid to understand why they're screwing up, well, and they can't help themselves. This is, But this is like right in the area where the show start, the episode starts to work for me a lot because it harkens back to the Bart, Bart gets an F. Well, it becomes more about Bart than at this from that point. Well, but on. just a loser who's trying, and, yeah. and like I don't know. <laughs> why you want to deconstruct? Why? No, that, uh... I just said why. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm here drunk at seven p.m. doing a podcast. About and this. I, I think it's when Bart stops trying so hard is when Santa's little helper has a breakthrough, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. At the time, this was my favorite line. Mm-hmm. It was. I think it was in the promos. I said, "Sit. Um, take a walk. Snip that other dog's butt." <laughs> See, he does exactly what I tell him. But he, did, but he, did you like, notice they were in the section of called Cujo's? Uh, no, oh, yeah. yeah, it was a quick, it was a quick joke. But, but that he has to go to Miss Miss Winthrop in like the same way he had to plead to Miss Krabappel and everybody else. Like, yeah, I'm just dumb. Yeah, I'm just dumb. Uh, he has to do it for sending his little helper in the same season. Miss Winthrop, I was thinking. Good oh. acting there. Uh, since you get paid either way, would it be a big deal to just let my dog pass? I see. Rubber stamp, thank you very much. Next in line. Is that it? Yeah. Heavens to Murgatroyd. Murgatroyd. But perhaps I cling to the old ways like a well-chewed shoe as the traditions I was weaned Definitely on are put to sleep <laughs> or neutered one, one by, by one. one. But my time has not passed yet. The world does not need another college graduate who doesn't know how to sit. He'll sit. He'll sit. Come on, boy. Sit. Sit. Blah, blah. Blah, blah. Pull the chain. Let's pull the chain. Correct the dog. Correct the dog. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, I, I like the college graduate who doesn't know how to sit. <laughs> that's, that's cute. I like that. that. That makes the scene... Uh, him learning, I don't know. This scene is very. It is I, the whole scene. show doesn't work for me. The whole, but this does. I'm gonna miss you, boy. I thought we were gonna be pals forever, but we're gonna have to say goodbye because you don't understand a single word I say. If you just knew how important it was to learn blah blah, sit. Wait a minute, you did it. Blah 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 blah. blah. Lay down. Shake hands. Stay. Speak. Alright, good boy. I have goose pimples. Yeah. I, it's so stupid. Yeah. I think it's really Nancy Cartwright's performance. <clears throat> just totally. like in her breakdown uh, playing Bart and Bart Kits Enough. Yeah. It just it doesn't I mean that's a much better episode, but I think that performance really just uh, soars above. There what's was happening. there was a performance from Bart last season where like I haven't I just haven't seen him do that in years. Yeah, the, uh, also Desperate right, Please and, Is that Bart the Genius? No, no, like I mean like season twenty six <laughs> or twenty seven. Oh, like, wow. But he but seriously he hasn't done that in a long time. The joke right before that is is so much darker to me now where they're talking to the guy who will adopt <laughs> uh, and he's just like oh, you know, yeah. they'd say they can't pull a car but you think dogs can't pull carts <laughs> but they can impatient people think that but patient people know I have better. to get to this before my battery goes dead that's the only reason I'm, I'm blowing through these uh, my line of the show you're welcome that's the joke you son of a bitch <laughs> god show <laughs> 
Was this not the first time you heard? I never heard the term "you son of a bitch." I think the first three seasons of The Simpsons, they swore a lot more just to break new ground and be a little more controversial, like bastard. You know, the bastard song, son of a bitch. Interview with Bill Burr, and he's got an animated show on Netflix called uh, "F is for Family," which I think was designed for a regular network. Mm -hmm. And so the show is like timid and lame, and then all of a sudden, like fuck, and then right like the third episode. You just see a, a sack of balls slamming into a woman, Whoa. and that's like that's like. And, and he was talking about like, yeah, Netflix is just like. Could you just go further? Could you wow, just, I didn't know could that. You, could you just do more? Like, be more Netflix wow. and like, yeah, do something crazy. And like, it's in there for no reason. It's so jarring because <laughs> yeah. the show's not like that. Uh, but but yeah, the pressure from Fox, like, you can't say whatever you want. But you think it was like you were saying that's it's a British woman saying you son of a bitch. To a dog. To a dog. Yeah. Well, it took... May, this might just be me, but mm-hmm. when I was in the fourth grade, we read Babe. This was before the movie was made uh, about the, the pig. Yeah. It was, a, it was a British book. A British children's book about the pig who becomes a sheep herder. In the, and then the teacher had to tell us ahead of time, this is a British book and it uses certain words, including describing <laughs> this main... One of the major characters in it, the, the dog that adopts the pig... As a bitch multiple times mm. because it is a dog that had puppies. <laughs> That's what a bitch is. And I love so, Marge's response to that much later in the show. Like, that, cut, that feels wrong somehow. Yeah. Cutting all <laughs> so, this, Henry. I can't believe uh, you just went there. <laughs> uh, and I also did not get the Animal House ending as a kid. Like, I, 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 it would be years <laughs> before I'd see Animal House. So just the idea of, like, every these people graduated. What do they do after they graduate? I but, hope yeah. it's parodying whatever Animal House is parodying. That yeah. couldn't be an, an original Animal no. House. And then, well, hmm. then they go more specifically to Animal House and Homer goes to college. It's true. Yeah. Also, there was a blue-haired dog, which I don't think ever <laughs> happens again in The Simpsons. I think dogs just uh, go no, back no, to no. normal color scheme. No, nor has anything ever painted the wrong color mm-hmm. uh, in The Simpsons during <laughs> I like Martin's dog. He's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Martin was in this episode. I forgot he was. about that. That's right. So, uh, SLH is saved, and I guess we're done talking about um, yeah. not Unless dog of any, death. I was burning clips off because the computer's going dead, okay. so I didn't mean to rush through everything. Oh, no. I mean, I feel like this is one of the weaker episodes. I'm not going to disparage it totally. Like mm-hmm. It has its great moments, no, but it, I feel like uh, if Dog of Death did not exist, it'd be a much better episode. I, that's the one I like a lot more. That's probably... That's that's the most fair thing you mm-hmm. could say. There's more at stake, I think. There's it's a like, better episode yeah. with the same subject matter that happens yeah. right afterwards mm-hmm. and something that like you can probably relate to a little more. Yeah, like getting rid of a dog is kind of a... You know, like my family did it and mm-hmm. I understood it at the time, but it's also like... That's giving up. But when mm. your dog is so sick that it requires yeah. a multiple thousand dollar surgery, that's like, you really got to think yeah, about it. Yeah, my friend had to deal with, I've never had to deal with yeah. that in my own personal life. My friend did like $3,000. Yeah, yeah it's like, like uh, do I pro, like potentially put myself in some debt? Oh, or has, it's like or, his father or referred to the dog think. as the five thousand dollar cat uh, <laughs> for the, the rest of its life. Oh Just man, bitter. Well, at least it li- lived a long time. That no, 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 didn't. no. Of course oh. it didn't. Oh no, of course See, it didn't. But yeah, the money was spent. That's the sad thing. Of like, as a kid, I was like, no amount of money is enough to save a pet's mm-hmm. life, and it feels like that in the moment. And I still, I've loved every pet I had. I'll have dreams about pets that I that I lost. But what would happen to if, me if you came in here and tried to take my amiibos? Yeah. <laughs> Like, but how much a, money I'd offer. But if a pet only lived, if you got three months or six mm. months out of thousands of dollars, in retrospect, it's very hard to justify for me yes. now. Like it's Prolonging like, the yeah. inevitable is always a bad bet. Yeah. Mm. 
But you don't think about that when they're your pets. No yeah. way, yeah. That love gets in the way. So this has been Talking <laughs> Simpsons. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode more than we did. Next one I think is a little better. So I've been Bob Mackie. I continue. I will continue to be Bob Mackie after this. And you can find me on usgamer.net, something awful. And I do the classic gaming podcast, Retronauts. So listen to that, please. Everybody else, jump yeah, in. Laser Time, the show that spawned all this stupidity via patreon.com slash laser time, where you can still find exclusively the first season of Talking Simpsons, where you talk about the first 13 episodes. Uh, the roughest era of the show, the people... The show, the air of the show, people complain about the most until the next uh, twenty seasons. Uh, and I'm Henry Gilbert again. That's H E N E R E Y G on Twitter. And uh, you should also listen to Thirty Twenty Ten, our yes. new podcast. Where if you like us talking about the dates and things that happen, that's all that show is about. Thirty years ago, twenty years ago, and ten years ago yeah. in pop culture. It's. I'd like to think of it as like a little portal you shoot to see exactly what's <laughs> happening that week. <laughs> And pop culture. 30 mm. years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago. And also I do Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast. Uh, I'm at Dave Rudden on Twitter, and I host the Cheap Podcast, the pro wrestling podcast. Uh, there was once a wrestler called the Junkyard Dog. It's really hard to find segues between pro wrestling and the Simpsons. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dog on it. Okay. Uh, look how we gotta go. <laughs> what? Look how good he is. Me? Look at you, Bob. I'm sorry. Now I just screwed it up. Anyways, we'll be back next week with a with a better episode, I think. Later. Infotainment.